Welcome into episode 29 of the Building Up Podcast. I am Kevin and I have the pleasure of being your guest host this week as we dig into the Word to see what the Gospel has to say about building one another up with our talk. If I could humbly ask for the next 10 minutes of your time, we're going to take a look at Ephesians 4.29 and go from there. So Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as good for building up as it fits the occasion that it may give grace to those that hear. Did you see how comprehensively that Paul puts it here? It's a don't do this, but do this. And sometimes we as Christians can be defined by what we don't do. And we're not always defined by what we do do. And so Paul is very careful here to say, I don't want you to do unwholesome talk, but I do want you to do talk that builds up. So let's first look at this talk that we're not supposed to do. And if we read through the rest of Ephesians, we know he's talking about libel, slander, vulgarity, dishonesty. And these are things we ought not say because they bring decay. They bring decay to relationships. They bring decay to people's spirits. And it's something that's very easy for us to do, unfortunately. And I think there's a couple of reasons for that. We live in this social media world where people live on the other end of a uh, digital screen and we forget that there are real live human beings on the other side of that. So often Christians will get on social media and discussions will devolve into debates that will devolve into arguments that devolve into ad hominem attacks. And I think it's because we forget on the other end of that screen is somebody who is created in the image of God as uh, Genesis one twenty nine tells us, image bearers of God. Another reason is we label people. We call them thugs or addicts, illegals, liberals, conservatives, rednecks. I mean, you name it. We have all these different labels that allow us to feel comfortable not feeling compassion um, because we lump people into these ridiculous stereotypes. So again, we forget that we're dealing with real human beings who are created in the image of God, and, and it ought not be that way. We need to remember that not only are some of these people we're talking about, they're, they're, they're sons and daughters, they are husbands and wives, they're brothers and sisters, but more importantly, they are image bearers of God. So let's be careful that we don't use words that bring decay or rot. But Paul doesn't just leave us there. He doesn't say, don't do this, and then move on to the next thing. He says, don't do this, but build one another up. And, and what does that look like? And I wanted to share with you guys a couple of amazing examples that I can think of of building others up with our words. There is a school, it is Faith, uh, Faith School of Grapevine, and they were playing Gainesville State School in football. And what was very unique here is the Gainesville State School has very few people show up to cheer them on. They don't win many games because there's only 17 or 18 players on the team. So they might hang in there till halftime, but at halftime uh, they're just tired and the game gets away from them. Uh, and no one shows up, or hardly anyone shows up to support them. Well, the coach at Faith School in Grapevine had a brilliant idea. He recruited a 100 
of the parents of his players and said, would you please sit on the other side of the field and cheer these players on from Gainesville State School? Uh, and there were about 100 people who volunteered to do it, and they went above and beyond. They did a spirit walk. They had a sign that would the players could run through as they come out on the field. And they also went to the effort to actually learn the players' names and numbers and positions. So when they cheered them on, it wasn't some generic rah-rah. They were cheering on these young men by name. So why aren't there many parents and other supporters for Gainesville State School? Well, it's because it's a juvenile detention facility. And these players are unfortunately criminals. And they are not used to people speaking life into them. And so this this other school, their parents cheered them on by name, gave them high fives, did the spirit walk. And at the end, the players from Gainesville State School made the comment that they're used to people being scared of them or people thinking that they're worthless because they've committed crimes. And how much it meant to them to hear their names being cheered as they came onto the field, as they made plays. And this was about a decade ago, and from what I've read, other schools have begun doing this as well, speaking life into these young men. And how amazing if we were creative in our life-giving building up to do something like that. But you may say, well, I don't coach a football team. I don't have that kind of influence. Well, let me show you an example that um, Jesus did. When the woman with the issue of blood came and touched Jesus and she got healing, she walked away. She was fine to get her healing. This is a woman who had been ceremonially unclean most all of her life, um, or for a long time at least. And it's probably been a long time, not only that she had had human contact, but probably since she'd been called mother or honey or sweetie or, or anything positive. She would walk around and people would go, unclean, unclean. But Jesus, after he felt the power leave him, he went to her and he said, daughter, you are healed. He used that term daughter. He didn't say woman generically or you know any other... Uh, word he said daughter and so think about that jesus healed her body but with that word of calling her daughter he healed her spirit and so here's what i would encourage us to do yes we absolutely need to be careful that we are not gossiping we're not slandering we're not um, telling untruths we're not using vulgarity but it's also very important that we use uplifting words and Tim Keller has a prayer that is in his book on the Psalms, and I'd like to end our time together with this prayer because I think this should be our prayer. Make my words honest and true, economical and few, wise and well-chosen, calm and kind. Give me so much love and grace that this kind of conversation comes naturally to me. Amen. If only this could be said of our words, that they were honest and true, economical and few, wise and well-chosen, calm and kind, full of love and grace. 
how much we would honor what Paul tells us to do to make sure no unwholesome word is uttered by us, but only words that build up. Well, until next time, grace and peace. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast. If you have a question about today's episode or if you would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us at buildingup@agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Or you can watch the video format by visiting us online at agapepinson.com.